Before we start this episode of Conversations with Kenyatta, I'm excited to tell you about my new partnership with Audible. Listeners can go to www.audibletrial.com backslash Kenyatta to receive a free 30-day trial. Audible is a wonderful resource with audiobooks for every reader. It even has titles from authors that have been on my podcast, such as Dr. Dan Bouts' Democracy's Data and Gail Lukasik's White Like Her. And please note that this is an affiliate link. So I may receive a commission with no cost to you, just a fee trial with so many wonderful titles. And I love to read. But with that, here's this week's episode of Conversations with Kenyatta. On today's episode of Conversations with Kenyatta, I would like to introduce a new segment called Forgotten Stories in History. These are stories of individuals that I've come across in my research that deserve to be told and shared. And today we're going to talk about Florence Beatrice Price, a classical composer, pianist, organist, and music teacher. Florence Beatrice Smith was born 1887 in Little Rock, Arkansas, the daughter of Florence Irene Gulliver and Dr. James H. Smith. Now in 1902, Florence enrolled in the English Conservatory of Music in Boston at the age of 16. She enrolled in two majors, one in organ and one in piano. In 1912, she married Tom Jewell Price in Little Rock, and they were the parents of three children, Thomas C. Price, Florence L. Price, and Edith C. Price. Unfortunately, her son, Thomas C. Price, died in 1920 of malaria fever. Florence Price died on June 3rd, 1953, of a stroke in Chicago, Illinois. Now, researching Florence Price, I found inconsistencies regarding her mother, Florence's ancestry. Florence Gulliver was born about 1857 in Indianapolis, Indiana, and she was an accomplished pianist. It isn't clear if she identified as a white woman or a mixed race woman. Now, Florence's grandfather, William Gulliver, was born about 1831 in Virginia, and he eventually moved to Indianapolis. In 1860, in the census, he's listed as mulatto and a barber. In Indianapolis. Now, Florence's father, James Henry Smith, was born about 1843 in Camden, Delaware. And according to the website FlorenceBrice.com, his family eventually settled in New Jersey. He would live in New York and eventually study dentistry in Philadelphia. Dr. Smith was the only African American dentist in Little Rock at that time. Since there were only two Black owned hotels in Little Rock, Many stayed at the Smith household when they came to visit, including Frederick Douglass, John Blind Boone, and Langston Hughes. So why is Florence Price so important? She was the first African-American female composer to have a symphonic composition played by a major American symphony orchestra. The Chicago Symphony Orchestra performed her Symphony No. 1 in E minor on June 15, 1933, under the direction of Frederick Stock. Now, this work was later performed in the Chicago's World Fair as part of the Century of Progress exhibition. And what were her contributions to classical music? In 1928, G. Schumer, a major publishing house, accepted her work at the Cotton Gin. Now, the Cotton Gin from In the Land of Cotton Suite for a solo piano has very gentle rhythms that expose the difficulties of slavery. And this is something that Florence addressed in her music. Following the 1933 premiere of her symphony in E minor, the orchestras of Detroit, 
Pittsburgh, and Brooklyn performed subsequent compositions by Price. And at her historic concert at the Lincoln Memorial in 1939, Mary Anderson chose Price's arrangement of My Soul's Been Anchored in the Lord. So what challenges did Florence Smith face? And this is a quote from a book about her called Heart of a Woman by Ray Linda Brown. And it's regarding her attendance at the New England Conservatory in Boston. And the quote goes, my grandmother didn't want my mother to be a Negro. So when she took her to Boston, she rented an expensive apartment with a maid and forced my mother to say her birthplace was not Little Rock, but Mexico. Now, it was said that after her father died in 1910, her brother and mother disappeared within a two-year period. It is believed that they moved north and passed for white, and she never heard from them again. Smith accepted a job as chair of the music department at Clark Atlanta University, where she worked from 1910 to 1912 until she got married to Thomas J. Price. Segregation and discrimination in the South prompted Florence and her family to move north to Chicago in 1927. And that's where she had several of her works published, including her piano sonata in E minor. She also won the first prize in the Rotman Wanamaker Music Competition for her first symphony. And in 1940, the WPA Symphony in Michigan performed her new composition, Symphony No. 3 in C minor. So how can you learn more about Florence Beatrice Smith Price? Well, her manuscripts, books, and other papers were discovered, if you can believe it, in an abandoned home in Illinois in 2009. And those works have been secured by the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. The BBC Symphony Orchestra performed one of her lost compositions in London in March of 2018. She's also been the subject of recent articles in The New Yorker and The New York Times. A documentary film about Price's life and music has aired on PBS affiliate stations, as well as in film festivals in the United States and the United Kingdom. Again, another major resource to discover information about Florence B. Price is The Heart of a Woman, The Life and Music of Florence B. Price by Ray Linda Brown. And as I mentioned, her papers are available at the University of Arkansas at Little Rock. Conversations with Kenyatta is produced by Kenyatta D. Berry and Caitlin Owl and features Kenyatta D. Berry. The music for this episode was Good Vibe by Ketza. Follow Kenyatta on Instagram under the handle kenyatta.berry, on Facebook at facebook.com slash kenyattadb, and on Twitter at kenyattadb. You can also find more information on her book and upcoming events on her website at kenyattaberry.com.